You're listening to Policy Currents, a weekly podcast from the Rand Corporation. I'm Deanna Lee. And I'm Evan Banks. Every Friday, we bring you new insights from Rand's latest research and commentary. It's November 2nd. This Saturday morning marks one week since a gunman killed 11 worshipers at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. The shooting is believed to be the deadliest attack on the Jewish community in American history. This hits close to home for us. You may not know this, but Rand has been part of the Pittsburgh landscape for 18 years. In fact, we're recording this today less than a mile and a half from the synagogue where the shooting took place. As the Squirrel Hill community and all of Pittsburgh continues to grieve, we want to extend our condolences to those who lost loved ones at Tree of Life. And to our neighbors who are injured, we hope you recover soon. In the wake of this tragedy, the national conversation about gun policy continues. RAND researchers are working to inform this important debate. Earlier this year, we released findings from one of the largest studies ever conducted on U.S. gun policy. Our goal with this project is to establish a shared set of facts that will help improve public discussions and support the development of fair and effective gun policies. To learn more about what scientific research says about the effects of gun laws, visit rand.org slash gun policy. As Americans prepare to head to the polls on Tuesday, experts are still examining Russian efforts to disrupt the 2016 presidential election. Moscow's meddling included a coordinated campaign to spread disinformation over social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter. A new RAND report looks closely at the Kremlin's social media strategy and how the U.S. might stop it. The authors describe what they call Russia's disinformation chain. Basically, disinformation flows from Russian leadership to organs and proxies of the Russian government. Then it hits amplification channels, including social media platforms, where it reaches consumers, including U.S. citizens and decision makers. You can find an illustration of this disinformation chain in the report, which we'll link to in the show notes. The authors warn that there's no silver bullet to counter Russian social media influence. Instead, they recommend several approaches that target different links in the chain. One tactic is for U.S. officials to establish clear, enforceable norms for what behavior is acceptable on social media. Another approach is to increase the transparency of how social media platforms detect and remove disinformation. Both North Korea and South Korea are interested in unification, but according to a new RAND report, neither country is ready to be successful. This report explores nine potential paths toward a unified Korea. It finds that the best path is likely associated with the collapse of the North Korean regime. If such a collapse were to happen, the South would have to negotiate a unification agreement with the government that replaces Kim Jong-un. This process would take many years. To increase the potential for a good outcome down the line, the report recommends that South Korea start taking action now. This includes actively countering North Korean propaganda that paints Kim Jong-un as a benevolent peacemaker and a godlike leader. If these kinds of beliefs persist, they may facilitate a unification process that's controlled by Kim, which could be a disaster for the people of South Korea. Medicare for All is now a political campaign talking point. But despite an uptick in conversations about Medicare for All and other single-payer health care proposals, there are many misconceptions about these plans and their likely effects. That's why RAND experts have cleared up some of the big myths surrounding this issue. 
For example, some people think that healthcare would be free in a single payer system, but it wouldn't be free. It would be paid for differently. Instead of paying insurance premiums, people would pay taxes, which would be used to pay for healthcare on behalf of the population. Some in higher tax brackets might pay more, while others might pay less. Another myth is that people would lose access to their doctors. In reality, those covered in a single payer system generally would be able to choose among providers participating in the program. And if all providers participated, there would be no need to worry about out of network charges. However, changes in payment rates under a single payer system could affect doctors' willingness to supply services and could make it more difficult to get appointments. German Chancellor Angela Merkel announced on Monday that she will not seek re election in 2021. Merkel has led Germany, Europe's largest and most influential country, for 16 years. Rand's James Dobbins calls her, quote, one of the brightest post Cold War stars in the Western firmament. So, what does Merkel's exit mean for Europe and for the world? Neither her successor nor French President Emmanuel Macron will be able to fill the void, says Dobbins. But the future of European unity depends more on the EU's more fragile democracies than it does on German policy, he says. As for the future of NATO, That depends more on what happens on the American side of the Atlantic. This week, Palestinians living in Jerusalem continued a decades long boycott of the city's municipal elections. Historically, Palestinians have stayed home on election day to avoid legitimizing Israeli rule. But what might happen if they started voting? Rand conducted a seminar style game to find out. The game brought together Israeli and Palestinian policy experts from Jerusalem to represent different stakeholders in the city's political system. Then the participants played out a number of scenarios. In the end, results showed that the Israeli government would be pleased with Palestinian participation as long as turnout remained limited. And if any Palestinian city councillors were elected, they could likely only affect policy at a low level. RAND is a nonprofit institution that helps improve policy and decision making through research and analysis. For more on what we covered this week, check the show notes or visit us at RAND.org. See you next week.